0: Uh, thank you for joining us for the presentation today. As Elise mentioned, that uh, today um, I'm Alan Porter, the product marketing director for Nuxio, and today uh, joined by Frederick Sanui from Activo Consulting. Uh, and Frederick's going to sort of lead us off with uh, a look at some of the issues that face folks in terms of getting their marketing assets out in the current environment. So I'm going to hand it over to Frederick.
1: Yes, uh, thank you, Alan. So, uh, so thank you everybody to join this, uh, this webinar. And, uh, I'm very excited to, uh, to share my experience regarding DAM, ECM, and PIN project alongside this year. And maybe something we, we can start is just to get some interesting analytics. Um, I just picked up this information from, uh, the Capost Analytics survey, uh, marketing. And so, what we can see, and that's definitely something I can see every time as soon as I'm close to the customer during discovery days, et cetera. Yes, people need to get a damn system because, as you know, they need to organize all the contents in just one single source of truth. But in large organizations, and even now for uh, most of the customers, whatever you are working for, uh, whatever who you are, brands, retailers, agencies. You need to share the content alongside all the stakeholders. You need to approve this content. And this is uh, exactly the clear representation of this survey, when we can see that more or less uh, half of marketers said that they have a lack lack of process and workflows, which means, in fact, and as we can see with Alan, uh, Alan later on, is you need to approve the content. Each stakeholders has different roles and somebody has to approve the content, somebody can reject the content, etc. And this is exactly uh what these numbers are, are showing today. Uh and if you want to avoid uh, some manual tasks, if you want to uh, to bring more automation alongside your uh, approval of the content, uh definitely so uh workflow management, something we can call sometime as business process mapping also is definitely a key a unique selling point today. Uh, Regarding the solution you have to deploy. Next, and of course, uh, uh, as a uh, as a DAM fan or something like that. But I think uh, any people in uh, in this uh, ecosystem is a is a DAM fan. So uh, as a foundation, you have a DAM system, and the DAM system today. Uh, as some new challenging is uh, especially since a couple of years you have more and more a uh, lot of assets to uh, to manage and the purpose of a dam is really starting from the asset creation uh, wh- whatever they are so it can be images videos ER catalogs print 3d etc and the dam has to uh, based on metadata so custom metadata standard metadata Need uh, as the ability to process the files. So uh, DAM is an engine, uh, and DAM also has uh, capabilities to to provide connectors uh, to manage this content alongside your uh, the management of your content inside the company So, DAM is also very important regarding the the management of the assets as themselves. So it means uh, the renditions. And today, as we see a little bit later uh dam is the foundation also for all the syndication and at the end of the of the workflow you have all these output channels and today as you know you have to to produce the same content in so different touch points whatever it's a web marketing print etc next
0: and as uh, frederick uh, really just pointed out that uh, you know digital asset management platforms can really achieve a lot and provide us with a lot of value but they are traditionally seen as really solely focused on uh, managing rich media for, for marketing applications for which they're, they're really good at um, particularly around websites but uh, experience shows uh, that really once a dam has been introduced that the number of use cases um, tends to grow across the organization um, as people start to see the value in actually managing uh, and organizing their. uh, digital assets and putting metadata around it Unfortunately, unfortunately still tend to be siloed in different functional areas so we end up with different versions of a dam um, across the organization where we can get the real power um, from our assets and and what we really want to talk about is a new approach that really takes content uh, um, management and content beyond the marketing department and where we can use dam technology to connect content and data across the organization by connecting the use cases and connecting bit assets to the business data that you need to across the full product life And just sort of a, a quote from a recent uh, or a couple of years ago, McKenzie um, survey that really uh, the top performing companies, uh, those these days that are actually reducing the amount of time that it takes for them to deliver product to market, is really today all around about accelerating. Your ideas to market, uh, and this is where we believe that uh, the approach um, that, that we're advocating can really help companies. Um, really, um, as we talked about today's creative creative assets impact not just marketing, but the full um, product life cycle from the original idea all the way through to sales and support and the cust- customer experience, impacting everything from product design onwards. Um, so what we really need to do is build a sort of an efficient digital supply chain which helps us um, increase the value of the assets by connecting all the times that a visual asset can add value um, to develop a more effective informed and efficient digital um, supply chain and this really does help us accelerate the time it takes to uh, deliver product ideas to market and improve the overall customer experience so at year we took a look at the um Typical product lifecycle of creating a product and making it uh, and selling it and supporting it and really identified seven touch points during the product lifecycle where we believe that digital assets can really drive the most value once they're connected to the business data. Um, And these seven touch points, um, and we'll go into each of these in a little more detail over the next few slides, but come down to areas around uh, the materials library, um, designing and prototyping the product, photo shooting, uh, doing photo shoots, uh, developing creative campaigns, packaging design, and then sort of on the support side around content hubs and portals, and actually helping to deliver and drive the product knowledge. So we believe that each of these seven touch points in the product lifecycle are areas where a DAM DAM approach can um, really add value by connecting your visual assets to the product data at each of these points in the process. So, if we start with the materials library um, working with materials uh, libraries is in a typical large company requires a range of specialized file types and applications um, to build a reference library of elements that the designers can then apply to the product um, and teams working to scan and test materials uh, really do need to send that information to downstream teams working in different disconnected silos so by supporting using a DAM to support things like cataloging, using and modifying compound files, um, such as 3D rendering, image files, material examples, et cetera, understanding what has been used in previous designs and being able to pull that back. Um, So really what we can use the DAM for here is to create a digital design environment where designers have full visibility to a material's information from both internal and external sources all in the context of the design process that they're working on so for us that that's where we see sort of the first step of where Dan can really add value the second one as I sort of just touched on is actually linking the materials library to the design and prototyping um, so you know uh, when a company is putting a new product together samples and prototypes are really critical in bringing new products to market and selling them to retailers um, and What we really want to do is look at ways that we can accelerate that process to drive faster, more responsive design cycles and actually get uh, internal selling quicker and actually be able to put things out to potential retailers so they can think about stocking it and marketing it. So really in a perfect world for designers, they would have every material that they needed at their fingertips for analysis and collaboration, all the relevant information available, pricing availability um, and and. be able to move things without around the organization and get approvals without actually having to wait for physical product to be created and so applying sort of dam um, a dam approach to information around design prototyping we can use um, things like design tools um, like say Adobe Illustrator or Photoshop or 3d rendering software link it to the dam and enhance that connectivity with materials reference library information that the product designers can work with and give easy access to centralized design libraries and then drag and drop things into the design, um, build a compound 3D model, spin it, look at it, um, and and help that get approvals. So applying um, the DAM process to to that area um, and having a a DAM that confederates search um, across different systems and teams across the globe also makes it easier, particularly in sort of today's type of environment. For teams to collaborate virtually in a digital world and uh, increase the speed that teams can discover and modify existing designs find out what has been used in sister brands or in past um, design or seasons if it's a clothing manufacturer and see what they can actually reuse and again make the whole design and prototyping process a lot quicker and much more efficient The third area um uh is around photo studio this is probably a bit more related to the traditional area of dam um where it is designed around f- fixed assets um rich media assets but with things like e commerce again particularly in today's environment now a key strategic focus for for product companies, product photography and video is really driving um sales in more channels than ever before uh, and unlike sort of the the, the less structured uh creative materials used in uh, campaign development um photo studios are really based around productivity and speed um, we're hearing things like you know things that used to be done in months need to be done in weeks now things that used to be done in weeks need to be done in days things that used to be done in days need to be done in hours so there really is a lot of pressure to turn photography uh, and product photography around much quicker to get things online quicker um and um unfortunately a lot of the processes that drive photography are really built around the old manual processes um, so a lot of the existing processes are really ad hoc and manual but applying a dam on a workflow and linking the dam to the product data um, really is helping speed up the whole overall process and um, so really and it will really help them scale in a way that the old systems wouldn't so i think things like having a a cloud native dam really enables teams to search through sort of big file sets and multiple global repositories to see see what's being done so they're not taking the same photo photographing the same product multiple times in different parts of the world um having a workflow where folks can actually uh you know vote on, on, on images or select them and do markup and video and automatic r- routing of materials um for additional review can helping and really by connecting the product information uh with the assets in the upstream process you can streamline the whole uh, business request for photo shoots uh, increase the productivity get contextual briefs um, as well as do in in Platform uh, photo and video annotations, full audit trails, and maybe even link uh, by linking to the business files. You uh, and improving enhancing the metadata, you can link to things like, say, a model's contract. So you're making sure that you're using the right photographs in the right place at the right time for the right product, uh, and so forth. So a lot of potential in applying um, a connected dam thought process to the photo studio environment. And Frederick can talk through maybe a practical application of that
1: yes so uh, I think more or you were you said the most important things are uh, regarding this photography or lifestyle uh, workflows but it's true something that maybe not everybody is aware and add this here a couple of uh, examples by customers uh today as for example especially for retailers they have to manage thirty thousand raw profiles per day uh, something like that which is not some small JPEGs. uh it's all about this volume to to be able to manage uh, in one day and at the same time this retailer has also to be able to distribute to syndicate this content in more than 50 different renditions in different uh, channels etc so you can easily imagine the workflow that has to be here able to manage behind from the photo capture. And most of the time, these uh, people are using, uh, I think uh, you know more or less here, the software is based on Capture One. So uh, you can control via the digital camera, you can get your raw files, you can develop the uh, pictures. It's all based on some uh, color currency, ICC profiles, etc. So it's a very complex things. And you need to approve this content alongside the different stakeholders uh, from here uh, customers and you need your a uh, very strong DAM at that stage so it's very important to be able to be from a dam to be capable to manage all this information one thing also is important because sometimes you have information before to get the file so your system also has to be able to uh, create some uh, something like a project based on some custom layout of informations and when pictures are coming inside the project they are able to inherit from this information so This one is a real challenge today. And uh, sometimes, not so many here, I think vendors can can be able to manage uh, the entire workflow. Thank you. So
0: (laughs) really, the essential next step, um, once you actually have your photography and your assets and your design um, and everything done, is really thinking about developing the creative campaign around it. Ideally, marketing campaigns need to be planned and initiated as early as possible in the product life cycle. Um, this is especially true in trend-driven, trend-based industries like uh, retail, clothing, um, so forth. Um, you know, footwear, apparel, um, cosmetics, and so really anything that's based on a fast-moving consumer brand. Um, we really need to get the marketing campaign um, managed and discussed as early as possible so they really the marketing team needs access to the latest product designs imagery specifications projected availability early on and um, having uh, a connected dam that um, connects to the different um, business systems allows them to get that visibility across so again having federated search that can f- search across many different systems and across a globe uh, for different teams across the globe or in different function functional areas can make it easy and fast for teams to discover and collate the correct campaign material and information and again a, a good workflow and approvals process by a group to pool based approvals and multi-level executive approvals and can really be configured to meet the business workflow and improve the, the speed of approvals dramatically um, on well, one area we're finding um there is a lot of interest in really applying uh a dam techniques and dam approaches around packaging design um creative design is needed for packaging and labels uh, and often has it exacting uh, legal requirements around it and the you know companies are looking to make sure that their customers have a consistent brand experience uh, they're meeting whatever local regulations and labeling standards they need and localization um, and localization of design is becoming key. Um, The thing is, you know, new products, um, ingredient changes, rebranding, every product change creates a a, a need for new packaging. Um, And you know, there's also um, we're tending to find that uh, the creative information and technical information needed often causes issues with the file formats whenever packaging is involved. And packaging designers are really uh, called on to localize designs to multiple markets. And, and to change um, specific elements like color and so forth to create many inter- iterations of what is basically the same basic uh, package design. So uh, by applying a uh, sort of a down approach, connected down approach that uh, every person involved in the packaging design um, should really be able to uh, be involved in the review and approval process and see the information that they need. You know, if we can connect the images from the graphic designers, copy from creatives, product information from a, a, a PIM uh, system or design briefs along with full versions and audit trails it makes it easier to audit what changes need to be made when they're made who's changing them um, and the approval process that goes with that um, so we're finding that applying the, the the sort of dam approach in a packaging connected dam approach in a packaging design area is really giving each team member what they need to see um, to do to create the derivatives that they need to without cluttering up their space. Um, And also the legal review uh, and approval process can be done with uh, low res, by using low res image previews instead of higher resolution views, while the graphic designers can still work with the uncompressed graphic files, um, because they really need in packaging design, they really need to get down into sort of the uh, pixel level design on occasions. Uh, And again, Frederick's got a a good, use case to, to talk us through
1: yeah for sure and uh, I think alongside your uh, photography workflow it's uh, it's maybe packaging is really one avatar because for all the reason you all just explained before uh, one thing that it's important to understand is today a, a packaging an artwork is something of the most complex ever files you can find because you have to manage uh, different uh, uh, versions because you have to make different translation of your files So more and more brands in packaging are using uh, multi-page PDF files to manage the different languages. But inside the file itself, you have a lot of complexity regarding the opacity, the transparency of the different layers, the management of spot colors, etc. And with some of the top uh, packaging uh, brands' customers you have today, uh, just try to open the file on your desktop, and nothing really you can do. That's the one thing: the complexity of a file. The second point is really the, the workflow at that stage it's so important to, to get a real uh, business engine business workflow engine inside your your solution um, most brands in packaging they have to manage the approval cycle alongside different countries in the world so it's starting from a brief as we can see here you have to manage different types of images text you have most of the brands are working with agencies at the end of the day uh, we have to master all these art, all these artworks in just one single file to be able to uh send again this content all alongside the different touch points and so uh a couple of customers i know today are there are more than thousand uh, online they have to in a uh in a single platform uh your your DAM your ecm system they need to uh to collaborate so it's very important uh we are talking about the complexity of a file you need also to mark up a file so you need as usual this uh a piece of technologies to make everything happen uh properly so this one is very important something i will also highlight maybe is also all the kpis it's very important for brands in packaging today to be able to measure uh to to check uh the different bottlenecks inside the workflows so or we are more and more talking about business intelligence systems or simple KPI so it's very important to 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 get the right technology uh, cocktail at that stage and the reason why it was very important for uh, from the, from the previous slide to talk about connectors it's you need to connect to a PM you need to connect to your Pm system in order to be able to manage the entire workflow. Thank you
0: so we've sort of talked about uh, the the steps around creating a product in terms of material design, and materials libraries and design and in sort of um, making the the product in terms of um, photos doing the photography the campaign planning and the packaging really want to focus on the last the last two of the seven steps is more on the uh, point of sale and post sales process and particularly um, content hubs to start with uh, you know we think of it as a content hub really as a collection of, of content and metadata from the upstream processes um for distribution to the marketing retail and sales channels that you know the marketeers the sales personnel the retailers um really repl- really do rely on having the up-to-date accurate product information that uh, to make critical decisions about how products are displayed to customers uh, and companies creating complicated diverse product assortments you know they really need to be they have multiple teams responsible for taking products to market um, and they really do struggle and we found they really do struggle with having to search through multiple systems to find the information they need so by having a sort of connected dam approach um, we can link the visuals to the inventory and product information systems um, enabling access only for the sort of brand images and information specific to the products that a retailer has purchased or that a salesperson needs access to um we've also got use cases where you know products can automatically enter a hub or a portal when specific actions are made like if a uh, a major retailer buys a new line of shirts it sort of only enters their re- it automatically enters their retail portal so it's available for the retailers to uh, sell at that almost immediately so again speeding up time to market um, and sort of lastly but probably one of the most important is actually bringing together all this collection of product information including the visuals the documentation and the metadata to support the sellers and the customers uh, customer support you know um, these these content hungry processes that we've been talking about don't stop when the product hits the store shelves or the e-commerce site. Um, you know sales and customer support teams really are a key source of information for consumers during and after purchase um, you know customers now expect more information about products than ever before uh, and really the legacy systems that a lot of companies have in place make it difficult or impossible to really connect these downstream design teams to the um, these downstream support teams to the upstream parts of the process that are relevant to the customers um, by having a, a, you know a connected dam approach the or a product asset management approach that you know it really puts up-to-date knowledge at your support team's fingertips uh, then no, they can search across multiple um, systems they, they they're managing the, the the right metadata and business information is connected to the right asset so they're not relying on disconnected searches uh, that's really highly dependent on skill and systems knowledge of the individual uh, and teams can have a higher impact on the customer experience by really accessing information that's created at multiple points from across the product life cycle so they know about things like specific materials or ingredients used in a particular product or batch um, and it helps with the retailers who can stock, you know a particular product uh, that really meets the customer need because they can link the customer data to the product data so what we've really talked about is looking at how do we actually connect the content and the data together throughout this, the, the product life cycle at all these diff- seven different touch points and by pulling data from systems that are not currently integrated associate that data with the core content so as well as having metadata around an image that's just about the image we can also pull in information from a uh, product information management campaign management e-commerce sites uh, rights management and so forth and, and really build a uh, a collaborative set of information in one unified space that can be accessed and used by people throughout the product lifecycle. Uh, uh, and Frederic's got uh, a use case around e retail uh, e-retail syndication that I think really helps illustrate the point.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, and, uh, I really like this graphic because this is a clear presentation to uh, more or less of what we are doing here by Activo uh, since the last year. Uh, of course uh, for most retailers they need a dam, an ECM system Uh, so this is a foundation as we said just at the beginning Uh, but the PIM is also very important at that stage so um, and of course you need the connector as we as Alan was just explaining before Um, the PIM is not really the place where you can manage high volumes of information even if some vendors will explain you that you can can do everything in one uh, in one system it's not really the case because of course, it depends on the number of SQs you have to manage. You're, there's a huge difference between 5,000 and 1 million, as for example. But for most retailers, they had a lot of them. And uh, inside the company, uh, most of the people today, they have, and I see they have a, a lot of system. Uh, one of the things they have most of uh, more and more today is uh, Salesforce. So you know that Salesforce is doing a lot of things, and even more uh, during the last event, they are even moving to the CMS. So, but uh, they are used to, for large retailers, to manage even some assets, to manage all the year, uh, the commercial, uh, the start of the project, uh, regular stage. So it's very important to get, uh, to, to be able to inherit this type of information. Most of the people, they have also uh MI system or MDM system for master data management. So at one stage of PIM, and thanks to the technology that we have based on the API, et cetera, you can really, aggregate the, all this information in one single source of your data. And the data is really uh, the key things inside your workflow because uh, it will rely on your assets, but the data is really the adios of all your attachments that you have to syndicate. And and sometimes, of course, you have different attachments, but sometimes you need also to update this information back to your API system. So it has to be, at the end of the day, very flexible. Uh, so you can, and it's very important at that stage to, to make the right regarding the technology well, I thank you that was the,
0: uh, the end of the, uh, the presentation part of the webinar for this morning I, I hope you found that uh,